So when I woke up this morning, I was absolutely stunned to find out that the Batgirl film starring Leslie Grace has been officially axed by Warner Brothers Discovery. Let's talk about it. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning. And today, again, we are finally talking about some movies. And today I'm going to be talking about the upcoming HBO Max Batgirl film and what has just happened and the craziness that went down this morning because, or I guess last night for, for me, but for most people, it was earlier today, about what just happened, why this film has been canceled, and what this could mean for how Warner Brothers is managing with, with new ownership of Discovery and David Zaslav, how they are managing the DC characters going forward. So starting right off, why this news is so off-putting and unprecedented before we get into the details. I mean, firstly, this film costed $90 million dollars. And they've pretty much just lost $90 million by um, just straight up not releasing this. Now, this film was originally set to go to HBO Max, but there have been some rumblings since like April now that this film might be going to theaters, which I personally obviously would much prefer. But obviously, but since then, there's, it's, the movie's been very quiet. Other than we have known that there have been some test screenings. There have been people online who've spoken out about what they saw at the test screenings, and some of the plot of this movie has kind of leaked in at least the premise of it. I'm not going to talk about that here in case we ever do see this movie. But there have been test screenings, and from what it seems like in the articles that are reporting on the movie's cancellation, the reviews, or I guess the reactions to the test screenings of the people who were there, weren't overly positive, and Warner Brothers Discovery themselves just felt like the movie wasn't working. And that in tandem with how, how the budget tied into that, and that, I guess that's the main reason, and also just where it seems like Warner Brothers Discovery is going with DC, it just didn't fit in that model. It, was, it didn't feel as, as like event-like as people want, as they wanted, and they, they just really wanted to focus on making their DC films event films that played in theaters. And they also mentioned how they are... They are changing their leadership strategy in terms of the DC Universe as well as HBO Max. And I'm assuming they are going to step back on these very expensive HBO Max projects, obviously with the exception of like Game of Thrones, because we already know how iconic that is, or maybe like another DC show, like if you ever made a Batman or Superman show. Aside from the very top titles, it does seem like they're moving away from these very expensive streaming titles and going much more lower budget. And that's kind of where my thoughts like are very conflicted on this and i'll talk about this a bit later but getting into the article which by the way i'm reading this off the wrap now it was apparently first reported by the new york post but a lot of people when that was announced weren't really believing it because the article wasn't the best wasn't written the best but then when the rap reported it and then i believe variety went on to report it after that it does seem like this is exactly what's happening and reps from warner brothers have confirmed that this is what is happening so the project will no longer release on, in theaters or on HBO Max. Now, if you don't know about this Batgirl movie, it was set to star Leslie Grace in the title role. It was being directed by the directors of Bad Boys for Life, as well as two episodes of Miss Marvel, which was directed by Adil Arbi and Bilal Falah. I think they're great directors, and I think they directed the best episodes of Miss Marvel. And Bad Boys for Life was a really, really good movie, surprisingly. And I was really excited for this movie. Well, I'll give you my thoughts later. But getting into the article, this is what... A Warner Brothers spokesperson said to the rap, The decision to not release Batgirl reflects our leadership's strategic shift as it relates to the DC Universe and HBO Max. Leslie Grace is an incredibly talented actor, and this decision is not a reflection of her performance. 
We are incredibly grateful to the filmmakers of Batgirl and Scoob Holiday Haunt, which I should also say, also got canceled. We're not talking about that here. And their respective cast, and we hope to collaborate with everyone again in the near future. Now, continuing on in this article, if there's any, um, anything to really mention, the budget of this movie was meant to be below $70 million. I mean, because of COVID, and I'm assuming bringing Michael Keaton in pretty late during shooting, the budget ballooned to $90 million, which for the studio just didn't really work with the movie. Now, this seems that the movie just simply did not work, especially with its placement among the DC Universe and what it seems like is happening with the Flash movie, which is the last thing I'll talk about at the very end in this breakdown of this news. And they are really making, they are really focused on making DC titles theatrical event films, and Batgirl was never planned to be that. It wasn't, it wasn't written like that, and it was not produced that way when it originally started. And, and they also add that the studio does love the film's directors, um, Adil Arbi and Bilal Falah, who are very fun guys, and you should watch interviews, because I think they're very honest about the filmmaking television process, and I really appreciate that. And it feels like they're almost like a POV for us into the world, and I just kind of appreciate that, as well as the star, and they are actively planning to work with them again soon. So that is pretty vague. I don't know if that quite means we are ever going to see Leslie Grace's Batgirl again, if we're going to see these directors maybe tackle another DC movie, if they're going to helm, say, a Nightwing movie, but I don't really know if they'd want to do it after what's going on here, especially since they're now getting jobs over at Marvel. And it just, it's crazy to think about that all this is happening. And this is just such a weird decision to do, which I should also add, this film finished filming back in February, I believe, and it filmed in Glasgow in Scotland. Oh, it finished in March. And it's now in post-production, and it, is, it has to be close to completion, not including reshoots, because films have been having test screenings for months now. We've heard a bit about what characters could be showing up. We've, we've seen photos of, um, of Brendan Fraser as Firefly. We've seen Michael Keaton in the suit. He's posted a picture of himself, like a shadow of himself, on set of this movie. And we also know that there were murals of Robin in this. And a lot of people were really speculating whether this was going to be our introduction to Dick Grayson in the DC universe, something that I and a lot of DC fans have been wanted to see, been wanting to see for a very long time. And this film was originally set for a holiday 2022 release, but apparently in the last few months it's been about to be pushed back because test screening audiences were incredibly confused with how Michael Keaton's Batman tied into this movie. Now here I'm going to bring up another scenario of why I think this movie could have been delayed. I mean, not not delayed, canceled, I should say. Now, right off the bat, when it comes to their reasoning in terms of making DC event films, I really do understand that to a certain extent. And I guess Batgirl, for them, just isn't a high-profile enough character to make a movie out of, which I will get into in a minute, and that's when my full opinion and emotions will really come out. But I understand them wanting to focus on the big DC characters. While I might not fully agree with it, I do like that it really does seem like they are just smacking down on the universe and making sure we get a new Superman movie. The Matt Reeves is the Batman 2 is coming. And I think this could really reflect a change in the DC universe. Because to me personally, while I was excited for Michael Keaton to come back as Batman in The Flash, I've always found the idea of making him like the Nick Fury of the DCEU a bit silly because he's like, Michael Keaton's like, I think, 70 years old now. He played Batman first in 89. And I don't think that his performance or those movies have aged all that well, which I'm going to get a lot of hate for, but that's just my honest opinion. 
So bringing him back in The Flash was exciting because I watched those movies a lot when I was a kid. Watching them again, I didn't have the same experience I did when I was younger. But I think that I was excited to see him back for that one movie. But with all the Ezra Miller drama, because we, which I, by the way, I will never get into unless it really does relate to the movie. And I'm not going to talk about here. If you want to know about it, you're, you're going to have to read it up on yourself because I will not talk about that stuff here. With all the Ezra Miller nonsense drama that's been going on and, and just all the terrible things he's done and been accused of doing, I've always, like, even releasing the Flash movie, a, like, pretty much an actor who's done all this terrible stuff, playing a hero who's meant to inspire hope, is meant to be a lot of fun, has felt always off to me. And I've always felt like it would be so bizarre to release that movie in this, in what's going on right now. But I've always felt like because of the budget, it's going to happen and most likely will happen in theaters, and we're just going to get no change in the situation. But with this now, I think this is in general reflecting a change in the direction of DC movies. And I will talk about that at the very end, and specifically why The Flash could be very important to this. And I will talk about that in a little bit. But first, I'm going to give you my thoughts on this now, after breaking this down for like 10 minutes now. Now getting into my thoughts on this. So let's set, off some, let's set some things straight right up right now. First up, I am a big fan of the directors for this movie. They uh, directed some great stuff. They directed Bad Boys for Life, which I loved, and they directed two great episodes of Miss Marvel. So I really like these guys. I think they bring a very unique style, and I also really liked the idea of a more mid-budget comic book movie. Now, I did not like the idea of this going to HBO Max, but I did like the idea of this maybe being a bit in between the budget of, like, one of the DC shows but and their high-profile movies like The Batman or especially The Flash. Justice League, anything like that. I like the idea of this being a bit more mid-budget, but not like low-budget, like maybe some of their TV shows are, which is what I'm assuming they are, but we don't really know. So when it came to this, and then obviously, well, obviously, let me just say the most important part, I'm a big fan of the Batgirl character, specifically Barbara Gordon. Now, when they first announced Batgirl, I wasn't 100% sure who they would make Batgirl because I always felt like they would want to make Batgirl Oracle or I guess Barbara Gordon, Oracle, and I've, I much prefer, I always much prefer her as Batgirl. And when it was announced that it was going to be starring Barbara Gordon as the lead character, I was extremely excited. And just the prospect of a Batgirl movie being directed by these two directors, I was pretty hyped for this movie, to be honest. And I actually almost forgot this movie was coming out at the beginning of this year. It wasn't even in my most anticipated list. But if this movie was ever confirmed to be coming out this year, it would definitely have been in my top 10 going into this year because I love this character. And I don't think enough people give her the credit she deserves. I think she's one of the best heroes inside the entire DC universe. The character is a lot of fun. Obviously, she's she's Jim Gordon's daughter. And obviously, J.K. Simmons was meant to be returning in this movie as Gordon as well, which is insane. And even hearing that got me excited. Hearing Michael Keaton was going to be the Batman Batman in this Batgirl movie and the prospect of Robin, all of that drew a lot of attention to this movie. And then Brendan Fraser. I mean, who doesn't love Brendan Fraser? He's going to be in this film as Firefly, and apparently from the test readings, that seems like to be the standout thing for most people, unsurprisingly. And I was, I was so curious to see, and then obviously the casting of Leslie Grace as Batgirl, while you know, I wouldn't have thought of it, I think it's, a, I think it's, a, I think it's incredibly good casting, and I was supremely excited to see her in the role. And the suit they revealed, I actually liked, unlike a lot of people, and I thought, I thought it looked great. So it does. So I was definitely more excited for this movie than most people. And being a big fan of this character, it's extremely heartbreaking and saddening to know that this was kind of the character's chance to be more well known 
and to just break into the general audience even more because all the general audience know this character from is Batman and Robin, which no. And then secondly, the thing that they might know it from, which is only going to be about a quarter of the general audience at most, is probably from the Arkham games, which I think she's pretty good in. So at least they have that. But a lot of the audience kind of still rolls their eyes at kind of a gender-swapped version of a character. And usually, I have to say that I am one of those people who doesn't really like when they gender-swap a character, whether that's from female to male or male to female. But I feel like Batgirl is the exception. I do think they've done a great job in the comics to differentiate her from Batman, but still have her tie into the Bat family. And I just love that side of the DC universe so much. I mean, Batman's probably my favorite character of all time. So I love this side of the universe. So obviously, I'm going to be a bit biased towards liking these characters. But I was so excited to see this movie. But I feel like a, a lot of the decisions they've been making with this movie, outside of the casting and the crew, have been a bit concerning. I mean, well, I guess this sort of ties into the cast. But first up, right off the bat, this is meant to be an HBO Max movie. Now, how they plan to sustain a $100 million movie on HBO Max, I have no idea. And why this wasn't promoted to being theatrical as soon as they knew the budget was going to get too big. And as soon as this was a DC movie, I don't know. But with their change in leadership earlier this year, it really does seem like they are making sure they are focusing on the main event characters. Again, I understand that, but I still do think the smaller characters should get their spotlight. But I will admit, never at the expense of the bigger characters, which I think is what the old Warner Brothers was doing. And I think that was the main problem why it became so messy, just the entire DC universe, as well as Warner Brothers, the studio, within the past decade. When it comes, I was so excited for this movie, but they've made some really odd decisions, and it was just some really confusing stuff. So we're introducing a new character, played by Leslie Grace with Batgirl, who we've never seen, but then we're bringing in J.K. Simmons, Commissioner Gordon from Justice League, who was Ben Affleck's Bat, Ben Affleck Batman's Commissioner Gordon, but then we're also bringing in Michael Keaton's Batman, who's meant to be introduced in The Flash. And all of this was just such a confusing, just like, like mesh of things that I, I knew that this film would always be confusing unless we, unless we saw The Flash. Now, The Flash apparently would have ended, at least a lot of people think that it's going to end with Michael Keaton's universe and Ezra Miller's Flash universe kind of merging and then everything else that's left is just kind of kicked off into other universe like Ben Affleck's Batman is going to be thrown to like Earth 852 I don't know just one that doesn't matter to the main prime DC universe and Michael Keaton would become the main prime Batman for this universe and I always felt this was a bit of an odd decision but with them doing this now and as well as the announcement of Ben Affleck being in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom I'm wondering if the new Warner Brothers is getting a bit of cold feet and maybe wanting to backtrack. And I'll talk about this a bit more in just a second. But in my thoughts on this are that I always felt it was a very odd choice to make Michael Keaton the main Batman. And I felt like if you were just not going to have Ben Affleck, I thought it was going to be much easier if we just abandoned Batman in this movie altogether. And if anything, having Michael Keaton would have actually given you more money. So I guess why they didn't release this movie theatrically, I've always found so odd when you have Michael Keaton in there. So when it comes to the news of this movie getting canceled, it's heartbreaking. And I honestly have to say that, like, obviously I'm talking about this, like, from a fan's perspective because that's who I am. I'm not a filmmaker. But just from the filmmaker's perspective and, and as well as the stars of this movie, like, I truly do feel bad for them because they deserved much better. I mean, it's just, like, all my thoughts go out to those guys because they put so much effort into making 
this movie that I can't even imagine what it's like to just get it axed. And even, like, Leslie Grace. I mean, she's been talking about this character for, like, a year now, and she's so passionate about the character, which I always really appreciate with an actor taking up a role. And even the directors, they've really talked about this movie and how much fun they had making it. And having their childhood Batman, their real Batman, as I've been calling it, Michael Keaton come in, they all seem like they're really passionate about this movie. And it's really sad that they won't get to share their vision. And I, if I had to guess, I wouldn't be surprised if one of, two thing, one of three things happened. One, we genuinely never see this movie, which is what it's seeming like. Or two, this movie somehow gets leaked in a couple of months or a couple of weeks or a couple of years. And then that's all we're going to see of it. Or three, a couple of years from now when they've gotten their stuff together and Warner Brothers Discovery has put their stamp down on this universe, they fixed the mess we have here. We might end up seeing this movie officially released, but what it sounds like, it doesn't sound like that. Now, they also talk about that they want to work with the cast and crew again. Whether this means to remake a different version of this movie, to maybe direct a new Batgirl movie years from now, to have Leslie Grace come, come in and be introduced as Batgirl in The Flash, or to have the Bad Boys for Life directors take on a different Bad Family project, or maybe even like direct, I don't know, a Superman movie again, I'm spitballing, I have no idea. I don't know what it necessarily means, but it does seem like we will see these guys in the DC universe, but it might not even end up ever being involved with this character, which is really disappointing. Now let's talk about what this could mean for The Flash. So when it comes to The Flash movie, this has been the probably most hot topic of conversation that's been going throughout this year, what to do with it. And obviously before this, there were a few things they could have done. Firstly, release the movie as it is in theaters and not not make any announcements or anything about, you know, the craziness that's been happening. Two, release it on HBO Max and really have a quiet marketing campaign and pretty much just pretty much not let Ezra Miller be part of the press for this movie. Three, um, three is obviously uh, shelve the movie altogether, which I think would have been hard considering people are now reporting The Flash had a $300 million budget. And four, pretty much just reshoot any scene with Ezra Miller as The Flash. And now I think we're presented with another option that ties into the fourth option that would kind of just make this a completely different movie and will obviously delay it even longer than we've had it. And the funny thing is the Flash movie was announced a week after the Flash TV show began. And they've just announced the Flash TV show is ending next year with season nine. And by then this movie wouldn't even have come out yet. So I don't know what's going on here. But when it comes to the Flash movie... With them canceling this movie, how much does this reflect a decision on their part? Not just in terms of how they're handling the DC Universe, but genuinely handling the storyline of what's going on with Batman. I think it could be big, and this is the reason why. Last week, I believe on Friday, it was announced that Ben Affleck would be in Aquaman and Lost Kingdom. Now, the way it was announced and people just coming across it and Jason Momoa pretty much being like put, being pushed into revealing it is because... There was a tour bus thing going on, or I guess like a golf cart, of people visiting the Warner Brothers lot in California, but then, or in Burbank, and then they came, and they came across Ben Affleck and Jason Momoa talking to each other, and then Jason Momoa knew it was going to come out eventually, so he just decided to reveal it. And when that was announced, I was very happy. I love Ben Affleck as Batman much more than I like Michael Keaton as Batman, so I might have a bit of a bias when I'm talking about this, just to let you know. So obviously, when it comes to this, I was really excited by that. And with that announcement, and knowing that Ben Affleck will be in the Flash movie, I am curious now whether Warner Brothers Discovery has decided to just 
kill what the old studio, old Warner Brothers was doing, and now they are deciding to flat out remove Michael Keaton from ever being the new universe's Batman. And obviously, they have to remove Ezra Miller. I mean, there's no way he's going to be playing the Flash after the next movie. But not even having him, not even having them in the next Flash movie. And with that said, I think we're presented with a fifth option, which is that this film will be, the Flash I'm talking about, will be reshot to take out Ezra Miller, but also to take out Michael Keaton and completely bring Ben Affleck in for a few scenes, bring in a new Flash, hopefully the real Flash Wally West, so we're finished with this Barry Allen being the Flash nonsense, which has plagued this world ever since the Flash Rebirth came out like 15 years ago, but that's a different rant that I don't want to get into here. Um, and we could do that, and then instead we have a completely new Flash. Obviously, we saw Sasha Kaye, Supergirl. I don't think she has anything to do with this, and I really do hope she gets her big break in this role because she was obviously meant... She's a very unknown actor, and she was going to play Supergirl, and that was obviously very exciting. And we have such a great director on board, Andy Muschietti, and it seems like where Warner Brothers really is going is pretty much making him tear apart his movie and then put something new together. Now, there's still obviously an option. Now, I really don't see The Flash coming out with them willing to cancel Batgirl. Now, granted, the budget is over three times bigger for The Flash, but I don't see Warner Brothers Discovery being content with just releasing the Flash movie anymore. I do think there is no way it's being released with Ezra Miller in it. It could honestly be shelved, but I still think it's too expensive. And instead, they might actually bring the marketing budget of Batgirl and potentially another upcoming DC project that they're they're maybe going to decide to completely cancel towards reshooting the Flash. And at the very least, Ezra Miller will be removed. This is not officially reported, but I can honestly confidently tell you this. If it doesn't happen, I will be shocked just as from a speculation standpoint. And it seems like that's what they're going to do, is reshoot it, take out Ezra Miller. But it also seems like now, by the end of that movie, we will not have Michael Keaton coming back into the main DC universe. And if, and if anything, he might also be removed. And then I think with Alan Horn now coming as being the Warner Brothers Pictures studio head, or I guess the, the head of the Warner Brothers Pictures, the manager of the movie side of things, I think there is a massive chance that he is coming in. He's going to clean the universe. He's going to bring back Henry Cavill as Superman, which I'm begging will happen. And then he will also bring back Ben Affleck. Now, why Ben Affleck would want to come back after what the DC Universe and the Justice League reshoots put him through, putting him in a really dark place, I don't know. But he has said that he loved working on the Flash movie and coming back to be a part of this movie. He has said that some of his favorite scenes as Batman in this universe have been shot in the Flash movie. And we've seen images of Batman on the Bat Cycle, which is meant to be Ben Affleck. He's apparently going to get a new suit, which I think looks really cool from the little bits of concept art we have, uh, we have, we've seen. And I would love to have Ben Affleck back as the main Batman. I'm still not sure that's exactly what they're doing, but I do think it is more likely than it ever has been. And I think the knowing Ben Affleck's returning in the Aquaman movie, although that was probably going to happen anyways because of how they moved that before, the Flash, and then Michael Keaton just wouldn't have made sense. I think that was kind of inevitable to happen, but knowing that Ben Affleck maybe coming back as the main Batman, I still don't know if that's exactly going to happen, but I do think it is more likely than ever, like I said, and it's definitely seeming less likely that we will have Michael Keaton as Batman, and obviously the other option is, because Matt Reeves is making his Batman movies, I don't know if they're going to change that to make that a part of the DCEU somehow, maybe by the end of the Flash movie, that's what they do instead of um, obviously making, uh, making Michael Keaton Batman, or 
we're just not going to have a Batman. There's like four different options there of what we could be doing with Batman and why this Batgirl movie might actually be getting canceled, might be really pivotal in, pivotal, pivotal in showing where the DC universe is headed. So this is fascinating. I Obviously, we, we already know why they're doing this. Whether that's actually the reason, I don't know. But again, just what this can mean for the Flash movie and whether it's getting canceled, it's, it's hard to say right now. But I think what I, what I will say to end this off is just closing everything up, I am really sad that I won't get to see this movie, even if it does seem to be more of a middling entry in the DCEU. I love this character and just giving her one chance to be a bit more in the mainstream. I'd love that. I mean, I have the comics of this character sitting right next to me here. I'm a big fan of this character. I have like stacks of Batman comics sitting right where I'm recording. And obviously, I would love to see another movie inside of the Bat family. And if anything, I hope we still get like maybe a Nightwing movie that's not officially announced. I'm just saying... And I do hope we get to see Leslie Grace as this character again. But it's absolutely really sad for the people who have actually made this movie. And just closing things out, if I had to guess what's going to happen with the DC Universe now, I will just say I think Robert Pattinson's Batman will be in a separate universe and Discovery, Warner Brothers Discovery will not mess with Matt Reeves' vision because that film brought in nearly $800 million. And anyone who thinks that's not successful, you are a fool because that was a very good performing movie for a much darker comic book movie in the landscape we live in now and everyone just wanting to see Marvel movies. And when it comes to what should be happening with The Flash, I do think it will be reshot to at least take out Ezra Miller. Whether Keaton will be take out too, I'm not sure. But Keaton will absolutely probably not be the Batman main mainline Batman universe going forward. And I do think that is the right decision, to be honest with you. But I do would still like to see him maybe pop up as like a cameo in the Flash movie if they are going to take him out. But how they're going to work that out, how they're going to spend another $200 plus million to remake the movie, I don't know. But it's just very messy right now and the Discovery is really left to pick up the pieces from the very bad decisions that the last regime of Warner Brothers made. And it's, they have a lot of work to do and I know this is really upsetting, at least for the people who really wanted to see this movie like myself. But I do think maybe we should give it a bit of time and we might get an announcement of a different Batgirl movie coming on, maybe still with Leslie Grace. And I do hope we get to see this character pop up somewhere. But anyways, that is the end of this very long breakdown. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to me ramble about Batgirl. And if you didn't, well, I hope you learned a little bit more about what's going on with this movie from it. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.